You knew I hit that button twice. (laughs) Well, we started off at uh, at 25 seconds. I wanted to get that extra five seconds in because uh, Mm -hmm. we're paying for it. Yeah, that's that's where where the premium account gets you. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is the Sasquatch Encounter Brigade. You got Captain Joe here with Angie and Johnny Two Bears. Um, What's up? Yep. So tonight we got a great uh, episode. I know it's been a few weeks, uh, probably a month since our last uh, last uh, get together. Uh, I know it's you know we have normal jobs and and whatnot. I know I, I for one have you know been busy here this summer uh, trying to prepare for our our fall filming episodes for our our uh, outdoor show and stuff like that. You know, Angie. Uh, you know, she was. Uh, uh, deep at deep today in, in work and then uh, yeah. uh and, and johnny just returned from the field bro. uh so that was uh that was exciting the you know he spent two days in a hundred degree georgia <laughs> heat uh um, i think literally every gnat in georgia has a vacation <laughs> hall on that property i'm convinced uh, yep so anyways uh you know so, so since our last our last get together here on the podcast you know we uh um some things have um have happened you know i know uh johnny's done some uh research in his backyard uh ao area of operation uh and angie uh she went up to uh the smoky mountain bigfoot conference that's right in gatlinburg tennessee Man, so yeah, so Angie's going to be talking about that, you know, along with our uh, with, with a guest that she's invited to be on and and whatnot, and uh, you know, then uh, I, I got a I got a story from a military friend of mine. Uh, Johnny keeps on bugging me to to uh, share it, so we'll we'll kind of share that towards the yeah, end. You, yeah, you guys, please stick around for this story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth it. It's one of the best stories I've heard dealing with the military. And yeah. Joe knows the guy. It's actually his buddy that told him this. And eventually, we're hoping to have him on here. But exactly, I just can't wait anymore, man. You have to tell people about. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, um, you know, Angie, wanna, uh, why don't you uh, introduce our guest? And while you do that, I will get her queued up and brought in. All right. Well, we're bringing on uh, Marie Dumont with the Mid Florida Bigfoot Research Group. Uh, they're based out of Central Florida. There's Marie now. Hey, Marie. Hey, how are you guys? How's it going? Just yeah. working. Just working. Yes. Oh, well, I met Marie uh, through social media on Facebook, and her and I have struck up a friendship, and we've chatted a few times. And uh, I joined her group, her Facebook group. She got a very active uh, Facebook group, and her and I ended up meeting uh, at the conference mm-hmm. in Gatlinburg. Yep. She actually sat beside me for part of it. <laughs> me and her shopped at different intervals, so <laughs> we didn't spend a whole lot of time together. We we both like spending time at the vendors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Marie's got a very active research group in Central Florida. I think they go out like every week. She's got a lot of really good research members. Um, they've got, documented some good um, stuff that they found and heard. They've got, um, we've been going to show a few pictures off her website today just for her to, you know, tell us kind of what they got going on down in Central Florida. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, Marie's group has probably collected more uh, tracks than I've seen anybody collect. Like yeah. constantly getting tracks, mm-hmm. which wow. is great. You know, <clears throat> really good stuff. Thank you. They look for weird stuff too. Like they, she's told me about just unusual stuff that they document, just out of the ordinary stuff. Yeah, I think and some of the pictures they yeah. sent you. Yeah. So how did you get involved in all this, Marie? Yes. Um, well, I've been a paranormal investigator for over 30 years. So it started out really? with ghosts and aliens, UFOs, and then it evolved into Bigfoot because there's similarities between them, And uh, in my opinion. So um, I went out in the, um, went on a tour in the Acala National Forest a few years ago with some friends, saw some really weird things out there structures and i was like oh my god oh my god this is really it's real you know mm-hmm. so, so when you say structures marie what like uh, like tree structures or yes. oh, okay yes like x's and tp you know loosely okay. made tp structures breaks weird breaks like in a square yeah. i mean some really unusual stuff out there mm-hmm. And it was just didn't look natural. A bunch of arches in one place, um, just didn't look natural. So I was like, "Oh my God, I want to know what's going on out here." And so um, then I started going out by myself, occasionally with friends, but I didn't have a team. I didn't have anything. And so I decided I was posting my stuff, my pictures on my personal Facebook page, but. That wasn't the right place for it because I didn't need future employers to think I was a freak or anything. <laughs> so, um, so then I was looking for a Florida research group. And at the time there wasn't any. And so it was then I started the group, Mid Florida Bigfoot Research Group. I've had it for about a year and a half now. I have over 1,700 members. Wow. And uh, which is which is really good because um, at least 90% of those 1,700 are people who live in Florida who want to know really? what's That's going very on. very good. Mm-hmm. You yeah, Bigfoot, mm. skunk apes. They want to know. So that's very exciting, you know, because it's very mm-hmm. taboo here. Nobody talks about Bigfoot, skunk apes. So oh. to have 1,700 members who are interested, that's amazing to me. Yeah, so, so let me ask you this, you know, I mean, what, why is it taboo of a topic? Is it just... Well, everybody thinks that they're only in the Pacific Northwest. You've heard that story before. Yeah. I'm sure okay. everybody says, what? what? They just it's think they're like in North Washington North. and that's it. You know, man, so it, it's just so weird. So you, uh, many years ago, um, I, I taught a firearms course um, uh, north of Orlando, uh, uh, near the, uh, the villages area. So yep. they had some, some officers, the officers from the, from that area that attended. So then end of all the training, you know, a few days we were there, you know, I was, you know, looking at the map on my phone, which route I was going to take back home. And it's huge, like national forest just north of there, you know, and I said, oh, I'm just going to go through there. All right. Right. And of course, you know, on the officer, oh man, there's a lot of Bigfoots in there. And I was like, oh, really? And oh, okay, you know. So obviously, if it's okay for a police officer to say that, <laughs> yeah, that's really unusual. Yeah, you know. And uh, but but 
I, I just thought, you know, like if Florida has its own name, skunk ape, right? Because I don't, I don't think there's any other part of the country where they call it a Bigfoot a skunk ape, but Florida. Well, along like Louisiana does, uh -huh. they call a skunk ape. Um, South Louisiana. Georgia. Yeah. South yeah. Georgia. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's well, that's good. That's good to know. So we. We're kind of zeroing in on the uh, at least where the name name is used so that's 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 good to hear you know? so i don't know if you know anything why there's a difference between the two do you know have you ever heard of that before no no okay so based, based upon the research that we've seen that we've read the you know eyewitness reports blah 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 it seems that there's bigfoots that are um like central Florida and North Florida, because the reports are usually seven to nine feet tall creatures with five toes, right? And, um, but when you go south of central Florida, like Mayaca, Sarasota, all the way down to the Everglades, the reports are of a smaller creature, five to seven feet tall, much skinnier, and uh, they have four toes, not five toes. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was only four toes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of skunk ape prints are only four toes. Mm -hmm. huh. well, does your area cover? Is you said Mayaca? Is that is that where that um, very you know well known picture is of that possible yeah. skunk ape? Well, there was a, a video, a video that was filmed. Some tourists videoed a skunk ape moving across the marsh. Um, and that's in Sarasota, but, and in the Everglades, you've got David Sheely, who yeah. he- No, he, I mean the one with that uh, older lady took the pictures and then wrote yeah, a letter that uh, yeah. it was an orangutan. Is that your area that you cover? That's Mayaka. So it's south, south of us, but we have gone there before. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know that at all. That's the first time I've ever heard that, that is the difference in toes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think so, David so basically has, it's not like it's not like North Georgia to where there's Bigfoot signs and everything else. It's still pretty hush hush there, pretty much. Yeah, it's very hush hush here. Um, but you know, our terrain is very difficult because of all our swamps, and we got so many different kinds of terrain that you know what you find out in the pacific northwest with the giant tps or lean-tos or x structures yep. here it's much smaller much smaller because the building materials are smaller you know what i'm saying uh, yep makes sense so so you have to really it's a it's much harder to um hunt for you know look for bigfoots and skunk apes here than it is in the pacific northwest or anywhere up north where they wow. get these elaborate structures here. It's like you may get an elaborate structure that's only two feet tall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> because the well, sticks I, grew, are I grew up in Florida, and I do not envy you. I am so <laughs> glad that I got into this at Georgia because I would not want to do it down there. I'm telling you right now. Oh, we got it. <laughs> yeah. growing up there. Just the terrain yeah. and the amount of snakes and the alligators oh, and yeah. all the other animals. Oh, yes. And then the, you know, the humidity and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, y'all are, are tough, you know? Yeah, they're dedicated. They're out every weekend. I yeah, mean, it's, it's pretty miserable right now. Yeah. Yeah. The mosquitoes and the, you know, humidity, it's just murder. Absolutely mm -hmm. murder out there. Marie, right tell us about some of your, uh, about your team members. 
Okay, so um, there's a total of seven of us. So mm -hmm. it's me, and we have um, Tim Turner, Waynette Turner, we have Desi Herter, Mike Aguilar, Ruby Joe Brew, and Troy Palmer. So there's a total of seven of us. Mm -hmm. And each of us have our own little niches. Um, for instance, for me, I'm an artistic, creative person. So the things that stand out to me out in the field are structures, things that are that look out of the ordinary, they look out of place, they just, you know, branches flying from a tree are not gonna weave themselves, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or they're not gonna make these elaborate uh, designs, which you're going to see in the pictures that we're going to show later. And um, so um, so that's what I'm really good at. And I find prints and stuff, but I really look for out of the ordinary kind of things in the woods. So Tim, Tim, he is a hunter. He's a really good tracker. He's really good at finding friends. You know, Tim, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm not uh, getting through all the group at, uh, that was supposed to go to 168. Yeah, I like Tim T. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he just is filming. He videos uh, our, you know, activities out there. His wife, Wynette, um, she's really good at handling the um, thermal camera. She has captured some cool things. And what we love about the thermals, you can use it day or night. You could still pick up. You could still mm -hmm. see stuff on it. And she's really good at finding carcasses, animal carcasses. Um, really? Yeah. So Mike, he's really good at structures, footprints. He has a real knack for finding very squatchy areas to investigate. Plus, he's very sensitive. So he, he can sense when they're around. Um, he actually got like zapped by some infrasound or something like about a month ago when we were out and he had to leave. He was in bad shape. Um, mm. And then we have um, Desi Herder. She's got a great eye for detail. Um, she's also real good with audio. So she's carrying the microphones out there and she likes to analyze the um, audio for us. Uh, Ruby Joe Brew, she is very detail oriented. She finds structures. She's always, she's very good at um, plant life, you know, wildlife and the plant life that's out there in the swamps. Cause she basically, you know, grew up being in the swamps all the time. And then Troy Palmer, he's our open-minded skeptic and um, he's our, he's a professional photographer. So he does a lot of really good, you know, photographs for us while we're out there. So, wow. I think I covered everybody. Man, you got a, you got a good team. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of talent. Yeah, well, Johnny. Um, Joe was able to load some of the pictures. I don't think he got them all loaded, Marie. Okay. But maybe Joe can share some of the pictures now. Yeah, just and show them to me. Yeah. And we'll talk just about Just kind of tell, tell what uh, they are. All right, I'm going to bring them up here. All righty. Now okay. This is this is you, obviously, Marie, and uh, yeah. this was at where the, the the conference or? Yes, this is at the um, the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference just from last week, and okay. um, so that was on the 
I've got the picture there with uh, Dr. Meldrum. That was at the, um, yeah, that was at the conference. I also met him at the VIP dinner. Oh. And then the other picture is me and Maria Mayer. Um, so we were making fun of each other because we were twins, basically, and she wanted our <laughs> pictures taken with, with each other. But yeah. I met her originally in January at the Great Florida Bigfoot Conference because I was a featured speaker there, and so was she, along with Lyle Blackburn and Lauren Coleman. So and, she she from Florida? Or she, yes, she, she lives in Miami. Her, okay, uh, and got her education there, went yep. to school there? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good deal, good deal. Yep. And then, uh, then Meldrum, I guess. Obviously, you know, doesn't need so much of an introduction. You see him all over TV, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. uh, um, how, how were they meeting in, uh, in person? Pretty, uh, real personal people, or oh, wonderful, wonderful. very nice, okay. very nice. Like Meldrum at the uh, VIP dinner, I think he was like drinking a beer. He's laughing, you know. <laughs> When I walked, I got there late. So when I walked in the door, I went straight for him because I saw him just standing there, like basically by himself. And so I talked to him for like 30 minutes, talking about my team, talking about the research we're doing here in Florida. And um, Troy and Desi, um, they've been, they have an ongoing investigation going on in a certain area. I'm not going to tell you where it's at, unfortunately. But um, they you understand that. Yeah. They, found some footprints, a track, you know, a trackway of footprints. The footprints uh, were only six and a half inches long. Five, five toes or four toes? Five toes. Okay, so north, north, four, okay. <laughs> yep, small, they were small though, but um, they heard some growls out there. They, oh, uh, wow. you know, all that stuff. So I, they, captured all the data, the evidence, whatever, and they sent it off to Meldrum for him to look at. So I wanted to make him aware that they did that so they can, uh, you know, so he'll hopefully do it. But he's a busy man. He's doing a lot of conferences right now. So it may be a while before they hear back from him. So anyway, it was yeah. great to meet him. He's very well, you know, nice. That turns out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I met him later in the day after he had been meeting people all day long and he was still super nice. Yes. They're trying to get him for the Florida conference next year. So I hope yeah. they do. Out of that, out of the whole conference, uh, Murray, what did you learn anything like new, something you were pretty excited about or what, what was the most impressive evidence you saw while you were there? Well, I mean, it, it wasn't like really evidence. Um, that's kind of hard because I I do remember thinking, huh, I didn't know that when Meldrum was talking. So, but I can't remember, unfortunately, what it is. I'm sure it had something to do with footprints or um, something like that. Uh, I think it was, it was when he was talking about like the length of the arms compared to the length of the legs and how they're the same length because they're both they're you know he's got long arms and long legs and uh, mm. that's the easiest way to tell if it's a bear or not because bears are have really stumpy legs and um and their arms obviously are not as long as a bigfoot so just some of the things he was talking about i'm like oh okay i didn't know that yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. hmm. what, what about you angie something stand out there at the show there or? was something that did but i'm like marina i can't remember what it was 
I remember I telling y'all, I learned. You asked you, me, did I learn anything? And I was like, yes, you, I learned. You a good book, Angie? Did you say you found a good book there? Oh, um, yeah. My daughter bought it. My Which daughter, one? she's got the bug now. Ever since we came back from the conference, she's been watching uh, Expedition Bigfoot all day long while she works. <laughs> she's done read, she read that whole book on the way home. She is got the bug now. She texted me the other day. She said, Tell me I'm not at this kid's birthday party talking about Bigfoot with these people. <laughs> I was like, let's see it. You've been bitten. What else can you talk about? Of course it's Bigfoot. Yeah. She's like, I can't help it. Now I'm, I'm obsessed. It's like a treasure hunt. Like I, exactly I want to know the truth it. now. And I'm like, yep. That's exactly how I describe it. It's like a treasure hunt. Oh, man. You guys. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have to, you know, I really tone it down. I don't really talk so much about this subject other within, except with, you know, within our group, obviously in the, you know, obviously on the, on the page, you know, but my friends, Joe has, you know, Joe has absolutely nothing to do with the Bigfoot community at all. And 99%. so, and so my friends, like in, in business, when we're out, you know, and here I am talking to like the, you know, the guy that controls two billion dollars worth of Anheuser Busch's marketing account, and and my my buddy comes out, hey Joe, tell him about that Bigfoot thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, oh he's God. Like, he's fighting. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, he's had but, three, no, you've had three sightings now. I, and, 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 and so that's 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 the thing, you know, because like my, my friends, they. You know, I, I, I've served with some of them, you know, some I, I've worked with, you know, in industry for a long time. They don't they don't doubt me, you know, uh, um, and if they do, they won't they won't ever show it to my face. Right. But, uh, you know, they just know that, yeah, it, man, it's a topic I'm really interested in and that uh, I will tell them, I said, holy smokes, I saw one through a spotting scope. Oh, my God. I saw, you know, it, me and Johnny saw one at 35 yards, nice. <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh you know, and, and like everyone else, where's the footage? And, you know, and here mm -hmm. I have to be Mr. Dummy. Like, well, both of us sat, sat there with our jaws on the ground watching this thing and <laughs> and did not hit the red record button at all. You know, yeah. and, uh, you and to this day, I, you don't, you know, you yeah, don't want to ruin the moment, I guess. I, I, that Rory, and it's not an actual fighting, Rory. The what? Have you, have you had an actual fighting? No, I have not. Not yet. Yeah. Well, I'm out there every what, week. What's been the most impressive thing that you have had happen? Um, kind of besides besides the structures, what made you go? Oh, wait a second. Now there's something. Yeah. Um, Ocala National Forest. About three years ago, I was camping out there with some friends, and um, heard a huge vocalization out there, and it was like coldest night of the year, 1.30 in the morning, and it was amazing. It sounded like the typical Ohio Bigfoot kind of call, you know, just the right. the normal howl. But it was off in the distance. It was maybe like, I would guess, about a half a mile away. Um, mm -hmm. But we heard it. It was just, only did it once, and it oh. was amazing. We just like, oh, my God. Did, did you capture it on audio or no? Anything? 
Yeah, no, we're just sitting around the campfire, oh. just talking, telling so, stories. We didn't expect so, it. So you see that little red button? <laughs> oh, turn that on. <laughs> I, I didn't have a camera. Don't, I didn't have don't, anything. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know where the red button is either. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> he didn't do it either, okay? <laughs> you know, for, for, for our show, and here I am, I'm talking to our, our videographer, you know, and camera guy, right? And he's like, hey, if you didn't capture it, it didn't happen, right? I mean, that's exact. That's what a cameraman will tell you, right? Exactly. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I feel I feel this big after he tells you that. Like, okay, well, you know what? I just had one of the most remarkable things ever in my life at 30, 35 yards right. walking. And I'm like, I have nothing to show for it. It's like, you know what? It's like your, your kid being born, you don't take pictures, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, but I also blame Johnny because he was there too. Oh, well, hey, that, that not, I got it, I got it on video now. Come on now. Give me a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Marie, Marie did, I did the same thing. I didn't, all this didn't happen for me with a sighting. It was, I'd been looking into this because of everything on my property for almost two years before I actually saw one. Really? So, oh yeah. Yeah. I started out, I was trying to figure out what was going on. And then right. finally, after, like, I'm sure you did, after seeing so much, whether it's the tracks or the structures, mm -hmm. the noises, everything else, finally, I was like, well, this isn't human. Mm -hmm. And I think I might be dealing with a Bigfoot. So I went that direction and lo and behold, I was right. So there's definitely there's plenty of people that start like that, that start out, yeah. you know, with, without having a sighting first that eventually have one. I think that's how... Uh, our other partner, Scott DeForest, he's actually, I think he's actually a, a BFRO investigator also, but he didn't, his didn't start with a sighting either, I don't believe. I think he was interested for whatever reason, I can't remember, but it's good at going out that, and you're doing, you're doing exactly, your group is doing exactly what needs to be done and what we try to do. It's not you've got to play the odds if you don't go in the woods you're not gonna it's not gonna happen exactly so the more you go you keep just like you're doing you just keep mm -hmm. going and going and going and going eventually something's gonna happen you know right right that's why, that's why I, I like you guys group and what y'all do and everything else is that it takes a lot to go on your off time or your mm -hmm. free time right and go like like yesterday when we were out there sleeping Covered in bug spray when it's 82 at night is miserable. It is. Mm -hmm. But you got, but we're determined, you know, and you just right. keep, keep chopping away at it, you know. So, mm -hmm. but y'all have gotten some really, you know, I've kept, uh, how long, how long ago did we meet? Uh, Probably what, two years ago, two and a half years ago. You were down, it was during, there was a storm, remember? So we had to cut our yeah. investigation. We, we, got, we went out there with Matt and uh, uh -huh. Bigfoot Dave and Joey. Yeah, yeah. and Tim. We were all, we were all yeah, Tim. Mm -hmm. Or no, Tim, Tim didn't make it. I think he was going to, but I don't think okay. he showed up. I okay. think yeah, it may have been I, just I the four of us. It may have just been the four. Yeah, and then we got ran out. She took us to, uh, where'd we go? Uh, what was the name of the place? Well, Green, Green Swamp. Swamp. Green Swamp. Mm -hmm. So when you when you got when you said you got ran out, Johnny, what what's that mean? Like, uh, it was just 
No, no, no. It was a Florida storm. It blew up on us. Oh, okay. Lightning. Yeah, we were only there for maybe two hours, and then it, it blew in on us, and we were all running in the car because we walked <laughs> quite a ways away from the cars, you know? Right, right. So running down the highway. I've got my gimbal and my brand new camera running down the highway. <laughs> Try not to get hit by a car. car. <laughs> right, or lightning. <laughs> oh, man. They've got a really, they got really good airs. Florida is, uh, it's something else. Like I said, I don't envy you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you tough. got some of the pictures, Joe, of yep. your stuff. So uh, don't mind the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, that that didn't get cropped out on the power okay. on the slides. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I, I, I think if you look up here, there's probably a Bigfoot. That's Northern California. So <laughs> right. yeah, this is the Northwest bridge. over there on the right. <laughs> um yeah. okay so you want to talk, yeah. me talk about these pictures here yes okay so i don't know back in april or something uh my team member ruby found we were in the green swamp walking around the swamps blah 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 and she found a deer carcass right by the water and so we're looking checking it out of course and then she's like hey look at this and about five feet over on the left were these three bones that are pictured here they're shoved in the ground the bones so, on the left this is two separate pictures these are two yeah. separate pictures oh. i'll tell okay. you i'll i'll tell you what the comparisons are here what's what's the similarities okay. but anyway so it's like weird that these bones were shoved in the ground it's almost like something was eating and as they're cleaning the bone they're just boop, shoved them in the ground next to them uh -huh. that's not hmm. normal for three bones to be shoved in the ground five feet away mm -hmm. from the carcass mm -hmm. you know a coyote's not going to do that right you no know, you got to have hands to pull yeah out. you got to have thumbs yeah, yeah that's <laughs> be shoved in the ground I guess it's like, you know, when you go to like a chicken wing place and you're eating it. You know, I said the same thing, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you put, put your discard. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah, you know, this, this is my pile, you know. And yeah. You, yeah. So, that's, so again, John, Johnny, that's, there's three bones, right? Okay. So the All next right. picture um, is from a friend of mine who's a Minnesota independent Bigfoot researcher. He's been doing this for like 20 years or so. And he sent me this picture because he found a deer carcass and about three, four feet away from the carcass were these three bones lined up next to each other. Oh, wow. Interesting. So like we were talking about before, threes. Threes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the three means. I don't know if that's a family unit size. I don't know what it is, but after I showed him my picture of Ruby's, you know, picture of the three bones, then he sent me this picture that of what he found. And those are perfectly lined up next to each yeah. other in his photo. Right. Mine are right. shoved in the ground. His are just lying next to each other, but there's three bones and it's away from the carcass, which is unusual. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Man. All right, Joe, yeah. show us the next picture. All right. Okay, these are um, two pictures of the uh, prints that 
Troy and Desi found. These are the six and a half inch long prints. I mean, that's pretty visible. I mean, even I can see like, oh, that's a foot. Well, you look at the one on the right. You yeah. can see how it dug the toes oh. dug into the, the mm -hmm. you know. And very flat footed. Mm-hmm. But they're small. Like I said, only six and a half inches long. But they probably found, I'm not sure, about 12 of them. Uh -huh. Really? Yeah. Oh. And where do they find them? Uh, somewhere in the green swamp. I mean, but it, I, I know it was just way back, like off the beaten path in the yes. swamp where no child would be running around barefoot. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. You know, out there we've got gators and snakes and hogs mm -hmm. and stuff. I mean, there's people that do walk around barefoot, but you know, this spot where they found these, it's not likely that there's a little kid, what, maybe how, how big is a six and a half inch long footprint? Maybe a seven-year-old, six or seven-year-old yeah. by themselves walking around in the swamp. I don't huh. think so, but it's possible. Hey, what time of year do they find them? Yeah, not likely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think these were found around uh, April, okay. April or May. So this is, these uh, are the ones that they sent to Meldrum. Okay. Well, I can tell you one thing. Um, yeah, John, Johnny's been trying to get, he's been on my case about getting a, um, a prosthetic foot made, you know, for my, my prosthetic leg. And, uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think this, this would leave a track like that, you know, no. and, but I mean, if, if it did, I, I have no qualms walking barefoot in the swamp. No, that's toes that move right there. Your toes don't move, Joe. Yeah. No, yes, but they're carbon fiber, and you don't don't make me feel um, you know, don't make me feel bad. Don't body <laughs> don't body shame me. If you make if you make him mad. He'll uh, he'll make you wash his leg socks. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so trust I mean, me, I know. Were, were you were you able to make a a cast? No, they Maybe. didn't make a cast because these were very shallow, shallow. extremely shallow. And the okay. and it's like a sugar sand kind of substrate. Oh yeah, yeah, real powdery. You know? so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it would be practically impossible to try and cast them because they were just so, so shallow. And the only way they saw it was because they were using the green flashlight, and they they noticed it. If yeah, it was right. daytime, they would have never seen it. So, so what's the benefit of the green light? Um, just it accentuates. It really helps to accentuate. You can, a, the shadow, yeah. you can tell the shadow areas really pop out when that. Yeah, yeah, yes. de uh, de yeah. depth perception and stuff like that. You don't lose all that. So. Right. Right. That's, using a flashlight like that at a, and then at an angle is a, it's a common tracking method. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, and as you can see from the pictures, I mean, it it really pops out. Looks really good. Have you used the? Uh, the 3d mapping apps no i have that's uh that's on the apple phone isn't it yeah mm -hmm. they might i don't know if they have them for android or not i've downloaded not yet. it i don't think they before. have it yet oh, okay well if they do it's it definitely comes in handy because mm -hmm. uh i don't i don't want to carry stuff around you know i don't want to carry yeah. plaster with it every single time I go out because the odds of I've only found like 
two really good tracks since I've started doing this that mm -hmm. were like, like this, you know? And, uh, but that 3d mapping app, I tried it out in my front yard and just any, any spot where it's got a dip or a hump or whatever, and you just take it and turn it on and then go over the area and then it'll build a profile, a picture, and you can spin it and look at it and see the depth and all that. And then eventually, right. if you want to, you can hook it up and then actually have a mold printed from that picture. Oh, that's awesome. So I actually yeah. learned that from uh, Matt. From Matt. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, and I told work. I told Desi about that um, the Apple phone because I think she uses Apple. I think the rest of us use Android. But I told her, I said, you may want to consider getting that, app, you know, new Apple phone with the 3D feature so you can do that kind of thing. You know, it's a great tool to have for sure, because it's very yeah. impressive. It's very mm -hmm. impressive. Huh. Yeah, that there's it's pretty exciting what they can do with the LiDAR technology now. And that that's one of them. And I think it's only going to get better. Yeah. And it would be so much better than doing plaster casts where you're picking up leaves and sticks and stuff. And it just, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be yeah, much cleaner with cleaner, 3D. Lightweight. You want to go to the next next one, Joe? Okay. So um, lately, um, the one on the left, the first picture there, is the first um, structure that I found, I call these asterisk structures. And um, we were in an area of Colt Creek um, back in like April. And I saw this and I'm like, huh. And I went up to it to check it out. That's balanced. Those sticks are all perfectly laid on top of each oh, wow. other. And they are balanced. You can just tap the sticks and you can see them move. Mm. That's crazy. That is all, I've never seen that before in person. That's awesome. We have found five to six of them in different really? areas. Yes. Yes. That so is cool. The one on the right is another one. They're all usually about two feet off the ground, and they are usually located near water, whether it's a slimy <laughs> pond or a stream or a little creek. Um, or even the swamp. You may have a swampy spot and then you'll find one of those. Like I said, we found five to six of them in different areas. But what's common between those areas, they're all connected. That's the corridor that runs from the Green Swamp into Hillsborough County tracks, you know, to the Colt Creek State Park. Those are all connected, and that's where all of these structures, these asterisk structures, have been found. It's crazy. You think, maybe, you think maybe it's just one individual doing it, seeing how they're all kind of the same? Is it that I, small of an area to where I it could think, be one? I think it's probably one. That's my guess. And they're just traveling. They're just traveling, you know, back and forth, depending on the, you know, where the food is what they want to do that day where, you know, where the water is. Um, but it's just amazing that in different areas, I have found the same kind of little structure and I call it the asterisk structure. Yeah. When, when you, when it first popped up and you were explaining it, I'm like, 
I mean, I've seen her post way better. What is she talking about? I didn't realize all those were balanced. Yeah, they're <laughs> that's, balanced. They're balanced. That's super impressive. That's mm -hmm. neat. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And the next one, Joe. Uh, those were that was the last two that, that was it. Uh, okay. Andrew sent me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, so that is pretty interesting. Just that they're almost, I mean, kind of like the same size, you know, yeah, what you were talking about as far as, yeah. you, you know, a difference between like a Pacific Northwest or, you know, the, but I mean, they, they, I mean, these are like just stick out. I mean, it's almost like super obvious. Right. You right. know, and okay. And then when you, you saying that they were balanced, I'm like, oh, okay. And that's not a, a random bunch of, uh, you know, limbs falling during a windstorm because you're right. not going to get perfect balance. And plus how even they are, you yes. know, lengthwise, you know, um, that, that is crazy. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so now, uh, the only, now when I'm I've out seen, there, I really look for those, you know, to see. So I, I, I you know, I, I, I got to ask, I'm like, you guys ever like get to a point where like, okay, I'm going to take this apart. No. <laughs> you know, no. you, you just leave it alone. Leave it okay. alone, except I did touch it to see if it was balanced okay. and it was. But other than that, oh. I don't touch it. I don't touch it. Okay. Okay. I, That's crazy. Yeah, that might be how many, how many of these are balanced on here, Marie? <laughs> one. Is there three of them balanced on this one? No. The, one on the, the, left? the first one, there's about uh, five or six. I don't think you can really? see them all. Yeah. And they're all woven God, and they're all right. balanced. Huh. That is neat. Mm -hmm. So, because I, you know, I found the regular asterisks, you know, find those. In fact, that's most of what I find around here. And nine times out of 10, they're in pine beds. But I've never found anything like that. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, these, I've only found them over the past couple months. It was like, um, it started around May, I think. So, May and June. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, we found five or six of them. So, um, you know, there's there could be more. I don't know. I've never seen these before. But once I found the first one, I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? So, so Mary, uh, have you your, or, or any member of your team, like, tried to make one of these on your own just to kind of leave out there? You know, replicate and leave? Um to emulate or you know provoke no. some kind of response no so no. and the only reason i ask because you know so uh, obviously with with hunting shows and all that deer hunting you know you'll see hunters like make mock scrapes mm -hmm. you know so that's where the, right. the bucks will scrape the ground or you know they'll they'll hang you know um licking branches where the you know the bucks will come up and rub their orbital glands you know on these things you know all all in an attempt to either get a buck in in range for a camera so a deer uh, like a, a deer camera can get a mm -hmm. picture of them or you know you know to to kind of work on their senses of like hey i got a rival buck in my territory so i'm going to go check this field edge more often you know but so i i didn't know if like like you know if, if you your team ever made something like this um mm -hmm. has it ever provoked anything or you know activities you know spiked in the area you know, um, maybe an SUV flipped over out of rage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're trying not to make one mad, Joe. My God. Well, I, mean, hey, I, gotta, I, mean, I mean, believe me, I'm always telling 
Johnny go out go out his back door and I pass the fence right. and go make a structure, go uh <laughs> go do something. We could, but right. I we've never done it. We've no. never done it. Okay. Well, I, I just wanted to like if you did, you know, like oh, oh yeah, you know, we'll, we'll make one bigger and better next time, and you know, uh, um, I, I I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking too much into it, but you know, when when you find something like this, uh, it, it's it's intriguing, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you know what? If this is here for a reason, you know, what happens if you? make something to copy it you know does it provoke a response or have have you guys done anything like that in out no. there mm -hmm. no okay Has any of your team members ever tried to do gifting or anything right um i've actually done gifting back over in ocala um a few years ago and um nothing was really taken back then uh but yeah, yeah. the key to gifting is you have to do it often i think I, you know, it's not something you do once every six months, which is, yeah. you know, when I was going to the Ocala National Forest. So, no, uh, we typically don't. Uh, Mike, in his area that he likes to go in, he'll put out candy bars and stuff like that, which get eaten, ripped, eaten. And like the last, it was a Reese, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, I think he had put out a package. And he went back there maybe like, a few days later it was ripped open and uh there was a large hair on it so oh, wow yeah tim's got the hair um very long hair attached to it so that was interesting mm -hmm. and um, attached to have you guys got any quotes on from any labs or anything on how much it costs to get that ran not that I know of. I don't know if Tim has or not, but I know I haven't looked into it. I've heard it's pretty expensive, but yeah, that's why we like we uh, we found these big, huge, uh, perfect pine beds, and everybody's like, "Well, did you go through and look for hair and DNA?" It's like, no. There's to be honest with you, I don't see the point when. I know I can't afford thousands of dollars for a DNA test. And if you, believe, if you believe the ones that have already been done, it's going to come back. Uh, part human and, and part Johnny, Johnny. What is that going to do? You know what I'm saying? So let, let, let me help you out, Johnny. This is a military. Leader. Here it comes. Yeah, this this is military leadership 101, right? You got your wearing right. boots on, Marie. This one's yeah. gonna be so in, in 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 the lab. You got the professor, right? He's he's your right. he's your he's your banker's hours guy, right? Then you got a whole right. crew of interns, right? They don't get paid, mm -hmm. right? They just want to know two things: when they get in out, getting, when do they get so off work, right? Yeah, and. Where are we going for beer? You supply them beer, they'll do all the work. <laughs> I mean, believe me, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, a, a case of Monster Energies and a, uh, you know, a, a suitcase of beer. So you get a college you intern. You like Marie her to put her uh, her entire Bigfoot reputation on a drunk intern. <laughs> hey, you know what? At the okay. end of the day, I, I hate to, I hate I hate to break this to you. That's who's doing all the work in the labs, man. Uh, you're <laughs> the, professors, right. the professors are off doing 
speaking tours, conventions, making those <laughs> appearance fees, man. Mm -hmm. That's, That's why so it's always well. inconclusive or contaminated. Exactly, because they spill beer on it. <laughs> yeah, because you know you got to hand, you got to know how to handle it, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't have hundreds of dollars to have something analyzed, and every yeah. time you know I've ever heard of any analysis being done, it's always you know part human part that's it. or whatever and that's it so ne what's the next time going through that marie next time you get some really really cool evidence or whatnot me and johnny come down to the university of florida right <laughs> and uh um we're, we're bringing cases of beer and stuff. kid come here <laughs> hey, kid, come, come check out this see, hair for me <laughs> yeah see what's yeah. in the back of this truck all this could be yours <laughs> run, run, run a sample and i need it by i need it by 3 p.m friday <laughs> well good right. luck with that let me know how it goes right in other words, she doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Oh, man, I can see it now, man. Meldrum's going to email you guys. That son of a bitch, Kaylee, is right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hardly ever in the lab. I'm <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, man. No, you know, so I mean, what, it's fascinating uh, stuff. What about the paranormal stuff? Have you guys uh, experienced anything like that while y'all were doing it? Yes. Yes. Have you, Johnny? Mm, not really except i have had extremely crazy life-changing uh events with orbs happen way before i even got into the whole sasquatch topic right but uh now i have had i have seen orbs when there has been physical signs that something is around also like uh one of the orbs that I recorded, it started out with a bang on the back of the chicken, chicken coop. Right. I walked back there, and then I'm recording, and then an orb flashes, and then it goes away. So, but I haven't, <clears throat> I don't know where I'm at. I do not have enough information yet to know exactly. None of us, I don't think any of us do. Nobody I mean, does. I think there's good, there's good theories out there, but. Uh, right. I haven't had anything with the Sasquatch in particular that has really like when we, the one we saw seeing it that close and then watching it run across that pipeline, it was as, it's as real and as solid and as living as you and I are. That's amazing. But so it, it kind of steered me in the direction of kind of leave all the paranormal stuff alone, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to leave anything out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I can't just because I didn't experience something doesn't mean it didn't happen to somebody else. Correct. So I'm not gonna, you know, but I haven't really experienced the Sasquatch stuff with paranormal. I've had weird things happen to where, I thought I should have been able to see like by people. I was, uh, it was right outside behind the house. It was taking steps, real heavy steps. Boom, 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 right in, right over in the brush. Something should have moved. The brush should have moved. I should have heard 
all I heard was the steps, the bipedal steps. And then I would turn my flashlight on and it would quit walking. I would turn it off and it would start walking again. And it did that about five different times. But I never saw anything at all and nothing moved. I still can't explain that. When it started out, it wasn't more than probably 40 feet away. So I don't I don't know how to rationalize that. So right. Right. I can't really say. Now, what, what what's happened to you? Um, well, I mean, first of all, I'm going to say we are not woo investigators. We are not looking for paranormal activity while we're bigfooting. Okay. Right. But we have had paranormal activity happen while we while we're out there. Um, I'll tell you one of my favorite stories. Most people have heard this, and I'll tell you. Um, this is crazy. This thing this activity happened twice okay so just remember that all right so somewhere in the green swamp um i have my phone in my pocket and i find an x structure and tim is filming this so i'm walking up to the x structure my i hear someone talking and i'm like what and i reached in my pocket my phone called one of my ex-boyfriends. Oh, no. Ex-structure. Mm. That's happened twice. twice. <laughs> two different structures, two different ex-boyfriends. It did it. Explain now, that. Are they ex-boyfriends because you killed them? Uh, yes. Yes. That was weird. There's a feature on the phone where it's called remove contact. Yeah. <laughs> they, but they called me. They called you. Oh, yeah. Them, but, I mean, I could block Man. them, I guess. So, but... I mean, it, it's just right. a, a random dial. Yes. You, you, and, you know, modern phones. I mean, yeah, you, you got a, you know, facial scan, thumb codes and all that. Yes. Your phone just often did it on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I've had my phone. My phone's locked and protected, password protected. Yeah. So um, one time I was out there and I was walking up to another structure and I hear music and I'm like, what is this? I look at my phone and some weather.com video is playing. <laughs> so it unlocked my phone, put in the passwords, got the internet open, searched for weather.com and it well, picked a video to play. I never right, watched weather.com videos. I see, don't now, now that's that, that sounds like real weird stuff that you know, like, like Skinwalker Ranch type of stuff, you know. Right. Or right. Uh, well, it happens a lot in Florida, though, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't a lot of that stuff happen out there? Yeah, from what yeah. I've heard, I've seen a lot of other people go oh. with that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. so Johnny, was it Florida and the group down there that do uh, the EMF stuff, or yes? Okay, and Marie, do you guys? Yeah, um, we have a tri-field meter. I know Chris Connor, um, okay. he uses the tri-field meter um, because he's trying to determine if if it's really RF, if it's a radio frequency that they're hitting uh -huh. us with and not infrasound. Okay. So we have a tri-field meter also when we're out there. And so mm -hmm. we set it on RF and we just let it go but we do have a couple spots where we get large spikes on our tri-field meters 
Um, and, and, and these are like out in areas like where, like these pictures, yeah. out just out in the middle of swamps, the, yes. the woods, huh? Yes, hmm. yes. There's no, and this is a very active spot where yeah. there's a bunch of tree breaks, arches, blah, blah, blah. And we get these crazy weird spikes. And one of the spikes was a new X structure that I found in this spot. And when I touched it, it went off. Really? So, oh. Yeah. I can't explain this stuff, but we can't discount it, you know, because as well, researchers, I, you're supposed to document everything, everything. that happens, no matter how there weird or normal it is. Um, because if you, you, you know, discount the paranormal stuff, then you're never going to find the truth because you may be throwing out evidence that will help you find the truth. You know what I'm glad you 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 said that, Marie, about document everything. You know, I mean, it's something that I always bring up to Johnny is like um, the moon phase around, mm -hmm. especially around his house. It seems a certain certain period of the moon phase, he gets things going. You know, yeah. and and you, and you hear it from like emergency room staff all the time. Full moon. Oh my God! Yeah. You know, we're gonna get. Yes. you know uh slam with patients or whatnot and I, I i don't know you know but uh um but i'm glad you brought up document everything because this the, the few times that i've gone out with johnny to you know the the field it's it's to a point now it's like man you know we walk through the woods and you're looking at everything and and you know and you know we're walking so slow thinking you know, almost like we're walking through a minefield right johnny mm -hmm. i mean you you you, you yeah, and now it's not only observing you know what you know what's below your feet but what's in the trees and, and stuff above you right you know so interesting all pieces yeah. of the puzzle it's all pieces of the puzzle no matter how weird it is but like i said we are not paranormal investigators bigfooting we are bigfoot researchers but but we can't right. discount anything we can't you know the oh, orbs yeah. are seeing out in the woods that very well yeah. could be something johnny so yeah you, they're uh you can't just blow it out of, you know oh that's an orb that does nothing to do with bigfoot you can't say that because we don't right. know nobody knows well we sure well, were circled by an orb in the okie swamp mm -hmm. it circled us like it was checking us out mm -hmm. and then yeah. and then we started having you know growls and something being thrown and finally you know saw the eye shine so that's crazy stuff yeah, when we when we first started out <clears throat> and i was torn you know i told them you know we were going to do a bigfoot group you know and do what we're doing now mm -hmm. but in order my goal has always been doing this is so easy all you gotta do is tell the truth you just gotta right. tell what happened and what you find correct you know? and that you don't have to do anything else just tell the truth right so when we first started out i said hey look i know we're we're bigfoot people but if i leave out the orb stuff mm -hmm. it's basically like lying yeah you know exactly we don't we don't know what's going on yet so if leaving things out to me is the same thing as lying because if you, I know if I leave something out, it's going to make somebody think a certain way. Well, I'm not, we're not here to do that. We're right. here to gather that evidence and then share it. And that's it. You know? Exactly. And that's, uh, 
That's exactly. I'm glad right. glad y'all are doing the same thing because that's you know that's what, what you got to do. It's got to, and it's hard, especially you know after these these last two sightings. I mean, it's just like, I don't want them. I almost don't want it to be paranormal because if it is, like we're never going to catch up to it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Correct. I'm a little biased, but you know. But cool. I agree. Thank you so much. Angie, we have any questions? Did you want to talk any more about the conference? What was your favorite part, Marie? Meeting Russell Accord. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great speaker. Oh my God. He, he, is, personality. he is awesome. I love he that guy. Hilarious. He was so much fun. Oh my God. Well, he brought his um on the show, I don't know if you know, but he he has two different backpacks. One that's 50 pounds and the other one's about 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so he brought his heavy backpack with him. It actually weighs 92 pounds and it does not have camping equipment in it. <laughs> it's all um, casting materials, water, and three weeks worth of food. Right. And he made some kid like hike around with it for a while. Right. But I was trying to be that person. Yeah. Oh. He's like, okay, I need a volunteer to, you know, who wants to wear my backpack. I, I threw my arm up there. He saw me. He's like, put your hand down. He goes, you can't do this. You'll fall over. And I'm like, I could do this. I could do this. I don't care if I fall over. I mean, I did that, I did that for 15 years in the army and, and, and 90 pounds was light. <laughs> <laughs> because we had to add on body armor and ammunition too. Uh, yeah, well, so. obviously he's climbing rocks and mountains. Yeah, and crap. I mean, it, yeah. it is always interesting because every time I see it, I'm like, "What? Oh, that's what he He's got pillows in there." <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the eyewitness encounters. Really, like real people. You know, they get to come yeah. on stage and tell their story. And there's one guy I've been trying to figure out how to track him down. But it, he lives in Georgia. Um, he just talks about it, you know, what all that started doing and ended up cracking the bricks on his house. Wow. Slapping his house so hard it cracked the bricks above the windows. Wow. Mm -hmm. well, if, if anybody was there and knows who that is, please, please have them contact Angie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be interesting. Yeah. To Especially in Georgia. Gosh. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, His story is on, um, I think it's called BigfootTalk.com. Uh, okay. So I did I did go there and find his story. So Did you? Mm-hmm. Wow. He tells it again on there. So, so obviously you, you go to these things, and uh, yeah, I, and I have not been to a, uh, a expo or convention of, of, of this type, but there's vendors selling, you know, obviously mm -hmm. swag, T-shirts um or people they have like their own casts you know that they're mm -hmm. displaying the for yes. people to see was there a lot of that and, mm -hmm. you know well, not, a, not a lot i think there was only a couple people i saw that had any kind of casts i mean any like like jars of hair like a hairball or uh, I, mean, I don't know i, don't know if they <laughs> yeah. hair, yeah. but... I mean you find those like you know at like <laughs> a giant hairball yes you know like <laughs> <laughs> Ear, 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 wax from a Sasquatch. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, 
but it's several we, several podcasts were there and um yes, a lot of people selling different types of t-shirts with their own designs and okay. like uh um, carrie arnold and mark Vasky were there johnny were they yeah they, they just showed up for a couple hours so. where do they sell or no they were just there oh okay. yeah i never saw them yeah they were just standing around off to the side so they're they're uh carrie recognized me he came over and so where are they? They're they're like field researchers or yeah. speakers. You know, yeah, you know, Carrie Arnold. Oh, man, I can, you have to kind of refresh me. You know, I you know I hear all these the names all the time. Huh? The Bigfoot, Bigfoot Odyssey, the one sixty eight group that I was in Florida. Yeah, oh, the one sixty eight. Yes. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They were there. They just went there for I don't know, a couple of hours, and then they left. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was some well-known podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah. There and a lot of unique um, individual artwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the speakers also had their own tables, and they were selling mm -hmm. their books or whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you could wait in line and meet them, you know, mm -hmm. different, mm -hmm. you know, all day long, pretty much, unless they were on stage, and then they right. would sign their books. Yeah, they're all like great. That. It's it's always a good time. I love it. I absolutely love yeah, it. And, and Nikki and Marty do a good see, job. At the see, Angie, Angie's trying to talk us into going, but man, I said, dude, you know, I, I come from an industry, man. We don't do things small, and you know, like, yeah, you know, I, I'm that's not a, that's like, a big you know, conference. Like, you that's know, like a big conference. You know, I'm thinking about like trying to bring a 53 foot car hauler, Monster Energy Girls. No, um, we can't do all that. We get like a 10 by 10 install. You know, our, you know, the, the what Joe does for a living, he'll take it over and then have us banished from you know, like, every conference. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, from, you know, from uh, camouflage companies, the thermal and night vision companies that, that we, you know, are sponsored with and work well, with. Well, you all can the time. do that, Joe, but you got to be a sponsor of the of the event too mm -hmm. so the more just, money you pay the more stuff you can bring I just, yeah you I, have to just buy a table be a vendor I, or whatever i just do my own right yeah that, that would be the only way like uh <laughs> you'd get me there you know, we're we're all we're all self-funded and we don't get any money from anywhere else exactly yeah. so that would be the only way that we would ever i mean this stuff's expensive there's just no yep. way around it. it's expensive yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that would be the only way that i would I guess because we've all talked about it, would really consider you know taking money from people is it you know something like that where they wanted to buy something from us correct you know so. that's exactly right we, we we're, we're, we're thinking about it <clears throat> yeah it's a good way um like the florida conference you know for us because we're florida um you know we had a table because i was a featured speaker and we had all our casts out there we had all our the hairs oh, so where is that where where is that held right um the past two years it's been in lakeland florida lakeland okay yeah but uh in the next one's going to be june next year 2023 and they're going to have a little more north florida so they're thinking of ocala okay florida or maybe somewhere in the panhandle so that would be closer for you probably oh yeah yeah do it in the panhandle i got family mm -hmm. that's where i grew up do yeah. it that way Hotel is good. Hotel is good. It's better in Lakeland, but um, so that's what they're thinking about doing wow. next June. So okay. it's a good conference. Now, Nikki and Marty do a fabulous job. They they just do it 
do it right. And uh, like I said, they're trying to get um, Meldrum there. Hopefully they'll get um, Russell Accord there. We'll see okay. what happens. Well, I forgot to ask you, what do you think about the uh, the whole juvenile in the patty video? The what? The juvenile in the patty video. The did, PG film. I didn't see the film, did you? Did you did you watch the presentation that the guy gave? The, uh, uh, Richard Doty? Yeah. I watched that video, well, yeah. That's, that's the whole situation. What do you think about it? Yeah, I I don't know. It's very suspicious why they've kept it, you know, if there is really a a baby juvenile Bigfoot right. there in the film, why are they keeping a secret? That's what I just don't understand. Why? Well, what what I was told was that uh well, I mean it's no different than what you what you saw him explain on the video. They basically what I think probably happened is that uh, the Patterson family just didn't know what they had. And they, uh, you know, when they owed him money, like nobody we know would have ever given that film to anybody for any reason, you know, <laughs> and they just gave it, you know, it wasn't valuable to them. So I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I hope if it is real, I just hope it comes out, you know, just so uh, everybody can see it. You know, I mean, it'd be great. What's better than the Patty film, a Patty film with Juvenile, you know? Yeah, so, right. But I guess we'll see. But if they Go do ahead. release that, no one's going to believe it. They're going to think it's Photoshop because it's been kept secret for 50 years and nobody knows why it's been kept secret for all no. the time. Why wouldn't they just show the whole thing? Why? Well, that, what, that Bob, uh, didn't Bob mention it in a couple different interviews? Yes. Like he said there may, he said there may have been a juvenile in the picture. He didn't right. say it. You know. Well, what I thought well, I don't they, even they think... were saying was they didn't know it was on there. Like they just thought it was another copy, one of the original, you know, copies. That's, that's they didn't even realize that was on there until they right. went to watch it here recently and saw mm -hmm. that on there. Because they've supposedly, I don't know how long uh, the Maccabees have been married, but he just, he gave it to her for uh, a wedding present. Wow. And what kind of person is that? Come on. <laughs> Here, honey. Oh, Here. <laughs> my wife would consider that my divorce present. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Baby, I love <laughs> you. <laughs> He's like, what am I going to do with this crap? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, well, <laughs> well that's what that's what he does for a living you know and that's uh he's an optical yeah. physicist so he's all they're they're both apparently all into that and right. uh they they put it up for safekeeping and then one day he got it out for whatever reason started going over it and lo and behold it didn't line up with the original video it's got more in it wow. is the story god i would love to see it mm -hmm. we'll see and they and what did you say or they said that it looked like there was one or two bigfoots possibly in the woods in the trees mm -hmm. behind there yeah the uh 
And from what I understand from Bob, I haven't seen every interview he's done or anything like that. But uh, when he did mention it, I don't even know that he was mentioning that there was a juvenile in the actual film. He was just saying that there was a juvenile there. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if he knew. I mean, I don't I don't know. Only time will tell. It's interesting, though, to think that after so many years that, uh, you know, there could be more to it. But then again, yeah. you know, uh, seeing is believing. So I guess we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Exciting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Man. Good. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we let you go, Marie? Me? Go? Yep. <laughs> Uh, now I just want to invite people to, um, you know, to my Facebook page, Mid Florida Bigfoot Research Group. Um, that's where everybody, you know, Florida researchers, they post their findings and stuff like that, just like we do. We're out there every week. But I also have a um, website for our team. It's the midfloridabigfoot.com site, and there you can see. Our team bio, our individual team members bios. You can see our research gallery of some, you know, see some cool pictures of things mm-hmm. that we have found out there. So um, it's good. Yeah, it's a really nice here. website. Thank you. We'll, yeah. we'll make a specific post with that on there in our group to send them there. What was it? Mid Florida. MidFloridaBigfoot.com. All one word. Mid Florida Bigfoot. We will send them there. Great. Thank wow. you so much. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for coming man. on, Marie. No, oh, thank yeah. you guys. It's been great. Yeah, yeah it's I, been get, I definitely learned. I, I learned. Hey, you know what? Four toes, five toes. I mean, it's mm-hmm. okay. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, either. I just thought they were smaller, and shorter, and meaner. <laughs> Which they are. I mean, um, we did an investigation down in the Everglades, and it was the scariest place I've ever been. It, it was this was daytime <laughs> just really? like, it's like crap you know like you're waiting for a florida panther to get you you're waiting for a gator to jump out of the water next to you you're, mm. you're just you don't know what to expect and pythons you know mm-hmm. they've got these gigantic yeah. pythons yeah. you're waiting for a snake to jump on you or whatever mm. you know we're walking down this trail and this little rabbit jumps in front of us and stops and we just freeze and we're like oh my god we're just waiting for something to get it and we are just backed away from the rabbit because we're like hey man if there's a florida panther here or, you know so you know it was scary at the time we did hear gibberish out there we heard something like making gibberish noises and uh, we're like what the heck there's no freaking houses out here we're in the middle of nowhere land and the everglades yeah johnny's heard that you know mm-hmm. right johnny the samurai boy that say happy has right so yeah there's uh yeah a lot of times on nights we just had it happen at the happy place <clears throat> when they are around you can hear a very low frequency like chatter but it's almost enough to think you're hearing voices correct because it's very barely audible right but it's there it's obvious because like when we've had activity it would be if the activity was in this area i would be able to hear the (laughs) and then when the activity was on this side then i would hear it 
you know, on this side. So it's strange. Yeah. It sounded like they were like arguing or something, <laughs> talking amongst each other. And we're like, where is this coming from? We're like I said, we're in the Everglades. Wow. One and a half billion acres of land. And we're here. Y'all were just walking. Hmm? Y'all were just walking. Yeah, well no kayaks or anything. Well, no, we're just walking down this trail, but there's water on both sides of the trail. So the trail yeah. is probably ten feet wide. And so we're just walking along and just trying to see what we can find not that we're gonna find that much out there but we did i mean i even found it's really weird there were these two trees next to the trail and in the trees were probably 500 vines clumped together probably about eight feet across it reminded me of a hammock it reminded me of a hammock Oh, huh. so it very well could be, it could be a place for a panther to get up in and hide, get out of the water. You know, yeah. it could be a skunk ape. We don't know, but right. it did look like a hammock. And those vines are so strong. I mean, you know, I'll trip on one vine and it'll never break. And I'll like, you know, kill myself out there. <laughs> but uh, so you imagine like at least 500 800 vines all clumped together between two trees it just reminded us of a hammock that's just mm. what it looked like mm. so. jurassic park yeah. yeah but afterwards it's like oh that was great let's do it again but at the time we're like oh <laughs> crap you know it's like oh my yeah. god die out here <laughs> that sums up my entire time in the marine corps <laughs> You get out and you're like, oh, that was great. And then you're like, no, wait a second. No, it wasn't really all that no, good. It wasn't. <laughs> I would do it again with people around me. I'm glad we could finally have you on. Thank you for yeah. coming on. Yeah, thank you. Know, and big shout out. Thank you to Angie for getting all this coordinated and you guys spending, getting to hang out at the uh, Smoky Mountain Convention, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it was um, great. Yeah. yeah. Thank so, you, Angie, for the for the seat. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> next time I hope we can plan to hang out a yeah. lot more. Yeah, we need to do an investigation next time. We will. We'll plan something much more um in depth. Yeah. For next year. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, Angie's uh Angie's good. I don't know if you saw before her first time out out of how many places you picked four different spots and they all fell through but the last one that she picked on the map she'd never been to that nobody told her about mm -hmm. that's where they saw the orb and where they had the activity nice they got yeah. the that's great so, yeah well, they had, had, had a back up and leave she's got a knack for it way to go angie <laughs> yeah, yeah. That or I'm just lucky. <laughs> or, or Scott's a magnet. Me or Scott one's a magnet. Because <laughs> we had, you know, activity in her county too. So, wow, a great deal. I don't Thank know. So Seems like the stars are lining up for all of us. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, continue doing great research down there, Marie, and uh, thank you. You know, keep us posted and, and all that. Yes. I mean, I 
I know it seems like all, all the groups kind of connect, so, yes. you know, so I'm always great. watching you guys watching Johnny seeing what it, what he's finding out there. So yeah, we're, we're always talking. We're always, right. you know, yeah. making comments. Yeah, like the, uh, the whole thing with the threes, like the every three. time, most time when I find enough objects, there's at least there's three of them yep. just about every time, hardly okay. ever four. There's hardly ever two. Right. 99 of the time it's three, whatever it is. And I call right. it the power of three. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't know why, but that's what I'm finding as well. It's crazy. Ooh. I don't know I don't, what it means. I mean something. Yeah. Very strange. So, yeah. Well, thank you for being well, on. Very... Thank you. All righty. Well, I want to say bye to me. We're going <laughs> to. And then Joe's going to tell his story. All righty. Here you go. Marie yeah, might want to hear now. the story. All right. Well, I want to hear the story. Yeah, you want to hear the story? Yes, of course. Okay. Cool. So I have a real good, good, good friend of mine. Um, uh, he, uh, last name, I'll, I'll just call him Mac, right? That's kind of a nickname we've always called him. And, and Mac's a good guy, um, phenomenal athlete, right? So uh, I always knew him as a football player. Mm -hmm. um however right so he goes to college uh i believe in tennessee and uh on a rodeo scholarship right and i was like how'd you go from rodeo to football right he goes well i was scholarship rodeo which i had no idea even existed i didn't either yeah you know um but you know he grew up you know he grew up in you know kentucky you know farm life stuff like that uh does rodeo, then he walks on as a as a football player at the university he's at, right? And uh, uh, as a receiver, and you know makes it on the team, plays football and all that. You know, um, he graduates and uh, goes on to um, to be an assistant coach, like an intern, you know, um, at Virginia Tech, right? So a good school, you know, a good a good football school. Um, and, you know, so he, he does, you know, year or two there. Then he ends up going to uh, coaching the arena football team that KISS, the rock band, owns, right, out in L.A. And then lo and behold, right, you know, uh, Mac's kind of watching things unfold about in Iraq. And, uh, you know, he kind of has his calling, you know, and he goes, you know what, I'm going to give up coaching and, and all this. I you know, his, um, he comes from a military family. So he ends up joining the army, you know, um, you know, some years, you know, obviously go boot, boot camp, stuff like that, you know? And, and, uh, so he, he was a, a reconnaissance scout and, uh, goes to Afghanistan, but you know, it's like, Oh nine, you know, he, he and I were kind of deployed, um, same years and whatnot. And, um, he's in Afghanistan in the mountains. So if you guys ever seen the, the movie, um the outpost and you know about um camp you know fob keating camp keating you know uh, anyways it's a it, it, i think it's on netflix or amazon prime stuff like that you know so it's it's about you know a, a military outpost that was kind of overrun you know by by the, by the enemy at the time and um max group um they were only a few valleys over but um and again this is very high mountain stuff in Afghanistan and um yeah 
when this whole Bigfoot thing kind of started, um, you, you know, I had talked to him about my encounter on the military base, right? And and equipment I was using, you know, spotting scope, you know, on the rifle range, and he gets it. He understands it. You know, he, he's lived that life too, you know. And he goes, man, I never told you about Afghanistan, right? And I was like, what? So he starts telling me about, you know, their outposts in the high mountains there. Um, late at night once, uh, one, you know, one night they had a sighting of a, um, a large um, two-person thing running across these huge rock outcroppings, right? Uh, way up above them. Now, bipedal. Bipedal, yep. And, but, you know, so this thing is moving. So obviously... And I'm going to bring up a picture of the, the piece of equipment that they were using. And, uh, you know, so so this is a this is a uh, device called the LRAS-3, right? You know, there's been several generations of these things. Uh, I believe the newest ones, like an E-LRAS-3. So this is the, uh, the uh, I hate to say, Johnny, it, it is like the Lamborghini of all thermal, all night vision pieces of equipment. I mean, look at the size of the thing. So obviously it takes yes, a lot it of power. It's, it's, it's pretty big. Um, on an outpost like that, uh, where they were at, you know, um, they can be mounted on a, uh, on a large tripod to be used on watchtowers or whatnot. Um, this one here is mounted on, on obviously like a reconnaissance vehicle, you know, so the eye on this thing, you know, and, it, and obviously it's got the cap capabilities of ranging targets. It's got a, it's got capabilities of uh, marking targets, you know, via GPS and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I, I always it was always a joke I used to have to tell our our, our younger soldiers. I'm like, hey, don't ever point this at uh, civilian aircraft. <laughs> you know, uh, like 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 Delta planes. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, you know, uh, you so. Uh, so it gives off a laser beam of some sort. Well, I mean, it can, you know, but. Uh, just the thermal capabilities of this thing from five miles away, it can make the identity make model of a moving vehicle. So, you, you know, uh, you can see it. You know, I mean, you, you could see the water in, in uh, water tanks miles away. Right. Wow. Um, the water level, you know, so this is, this is not the, the type of equipment that, um, this I, is not a TK scout. Yeah, it's it's and it's, and it's, it's, it's I it's, wish it was. Yeah, yeah. you know, th this would be every field this would be every field researcher's wet dream. You know, uh, a unit like this. Um, so, anyways, they see this large bipedal thing run across these rocks, and you know, above their outpost, my friend Mac. You know, um, and and he's working in their intel shop, and and. So now they're communicating with, you know, so they got like three levels of air support. So when I say, you know, when they're stacked three high, you know, first stack is like your helicopters. They fly at a lower elevation, right? Then you've got fast movers, like, you know, your, your jet aircraft, you know, uh, uh, your, <clears throat> your fighters. And then above that, you got like your reconnaissance and AWACS, which controls all the, all the um, air aircraft below them right and uh so now they're calling you know for air support to come track down come check out this thing whatever's running across this ridge and the, the first the first 
plane and, and it's a plane not a helicopter comes on station right so my buddy mac and they're all on the radio they got a guy looking you know through this thing and max looking through this lras3 at this thing going across the rocks and stuff like that and they can hear the pilot talking back to him on the radio and the pilot's like holy sh you know what the hell is that thing it's huge and you know and and the jet zoom, zooms through the valley again right turns around comes back for another view right and then this thing eventually runs and gets out of sight, you know, back over the ridge from them, uh, Mac and his unit and stuff like that, you know. But so he brings that up to me, you, you know, when I tell him about my my incident, you know, on the base and stuff like that. And I, I I'm very appreciative that he that he he had shared that with me because I'm like, all right. You know, it's not like one of those things. I'm not crazy and you're not crazy. You know, we both just shared a story, you know. Mm -hmm. However, you know, like uh, him telling this about this in Afghanistan, you know, at any moment, I mean, they probably could have dropped munitions. They probably could have, you know, either shot mortars, artillery, that fast mover, that jet could have dropped, our, uh, you know, could have dropped something on, on, on this thing. But they were all in awe about this humongous, large bipedal thing running across rocks that these guys are having to climb, you know, hands and knees climb up and over, right. you know. So. Didn't you tell me that's the reason why it stuck out so much is because of how fast it fast was moving. And how fast and the agility, you know, the ability to move um, over the over the rock outcroppings, you know, that they were watching on because they had done patrols up along those ridges and, and it's not it's not easy, you know, no. and this thing was going across, obviously, some of the, you know, harder faces of rock. You know, he shared it with me and I was I was very appreciative you know him doing that I, i've you know i tried to talk to him about coming on uh, on doing this you know and and, and whatnot and right. you know hopefully one day he will you know uh but a great guy you know what he's a he's a purple heart recipient he uh you know was wounded that same year shortly after all this incident happened he had shrapnel go through his throat you know he survived and and you know and actually lives outside of orlando florida now you know oh wow yeah cool. yeah yeah you know uh He's uh, he does a, a great job. He makes some phenomenal custom knives, you know, uh, mm -hmm. old school black blacksmith method. Right. You know, um, yeah, you know. But anyways, is when you share that to me and then, you know, I was I, I told Johnny about it. I was like, you know, if he was familiar with the LRAS three units, you know, and, and that's what this picture is here, you know, because they're very, very powerful, <laughs> very sophisticated. So did they film it? No, uh, no, you know, well, it, it's one of those things, you know, I mean, uh, odds, odds are the bird did, but we'll never see that. You know, the thing that stuck out, like what from Matt told me, you know, Matt, when the pilot was yelling down via the radio, like, holy, what the hell is that thing? It's huge, right? And uh, so obviously, hey, that stuck out to the pilot, you know, and uh, yeah. You know, so uh, this is one of those, one of those you know weird stories. You know, you get back from Afghanistan, you know, and it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, okay, you know, giant you know, you know uh, these mm -hmm. things uh, can be anywhere in the world, right? You know, right. obviously, uh, um, you know, you know that's why we're interested in in, in this in this subject in, in this in this thing because you know what, from Florida to uh, Afghanistan, right? right. You never right. know. And, and but when these stories come up, you know, and 
and Mac's such a great guy. And like I said, you know, I mean, he, uh, um, yeah, very, very credible person, you know, serve with honor, you know, um, his, uh, wife at one point, she was the editor for the, um, military purple heart magazine you know um she's actually a professor at, at a university down in florida you know so um yeah in, in marketing and whatnot you know and uh but anyways all, all good stuff but i wanted to share that and john johnny's been ha you know hammering me to like oh you gotta tell it's gotta tell it gotta tell it. like so. a year like joe tell a story man yeah joe, yeah so here so here it is you know i mean you hear stories like oh the giants of in afghanistan and blah 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 you know like well yeah you know mac wasn't shooting at any giants but you know what um, yeah he saw something through you know like i said this this is a this would be the field researchers like a dream right here oh, you know misidentification. Right. <laughs> yeah. so i remember uh yeah you know oh, i remember man. using these things where you know we're watching guys smoking like cigarettes from miles away and you can just see wow. the orange cherry, you know, and, and we're talking miles, <laughs> miles and miles away, you know? That's so, great. so that's what, you know, we would use this equipment to be able to watch any, any enemy combatants in the middle of the night when they were trying to do, um, you know, resupply or, you know, trying to move in, you know, uh, on your location. I mean, that's what this, that's what this, right. you know, these devices are, right. are, are, are made for. So, you know, if you're talking about a, a very tall, you know, uh, uh, individual beast, animal, whatever, you know, it's with a heat signature, this thing's going to easily pick it up. And there was no mistake about it, you know, what they saw, you know, so, yeah, yeah, you know, like I said, it, it, it's always a good story. And I'm glad that he was able to share that with me. So that's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Cool story, man. Thank you. <clears throat> Yeah, All that's right. you'd have to sell some t a bunch of t-shirts to get that piece of equipment. <laughs> you know, I, I, I work with a lot of military contracts and stuff. I mean, I've shared with Johnny in the group some of the things that I've worked on, and uh, like the like the tank thing, right, Johnny? And uh, I, I actually had, you know, I, I can bring one to the uh, to the convention, you know. But you Did know, you I, see uh, the thermal I posted the other day? Yeah. Yeah. The new generation of thermals that they have, where yeah. it's like, it's just unbelievable how far everything's come. I mean, yeah. it's, it's thousands of dollars, thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. very expensive uh, stuff. It, it is, you know what? And and it do, doesn't work worth a hoot if you don't hit the record button. I learned, <laughs> I learned that the hard way. I forget yeah. the cameras existed when I saw what it I saw. Is. I mean, that's I'm selling. We're selling shirts at the convention. It's gonna be a red dot, you know. <laughs> Turn me on. Press, that's press it. record. Press, Turn me on. Press, I mean, press record. I mean, yes. I will never. I, I, it's it's one of those things where I tell people like, you know, when you say you see one through a spotting scope at you know beyond a thousand yards, someone can always try to argue about what you saw, you know. Yeah. But when it's 30, 35 yards in front of you and, and there's two of you looking at it and you just, like I said, you know, you, you, you go into, you know, like fan mode. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, you get dumbfounded. yeah, dumbfounded. you know, and, and of course it's like, well, now we have nothing to show for it except <laughs> a, a, a adrenaline dump. Right, Johnny? <laughs> yeah. Well, we get, 
we we were lucky to actually get it on video but i know 100 percent is not enough what we captured we got one good screenshot out of it mm -hmm. which is obviously his face and we know it's 100% of Sasquatch, we just got done looking at it. And the Sasquatch, it's the Sasquatch we saw. Right. So we know that, that that's a picture of a Sasquatch, but we got to do better. You know, we only, we got lucky with that one, you know. But right. hey, we go out there now. I got, uh, I think when I walk now, I've got four cameras on me. I got two in the back. Wow. One facing four, and then I'm holding one. So right. yeah. Scott called <laughs> call Johnny Inspector Gadget. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, look, buddy. What, I mean, until that thing weighs ninety three pounds, you know, you ain't got nothing on Russell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, you need you, more. If stuff. You can get me one of these LRAS. I'll put it on my pack, and I'll come <laughs> <to> the, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. All righty. Well, my man, thank you so much for letting me tell that story, man. So, oh, you know, or yeah, the account from, yeah, from, from my buddy, Mac, you know, served with the 101st Airborne and you know it. So, yeah, great guy. Cool. All right, guys. All right well, thank you so much right. for being thank on again. I guess we're, uh, we're going to wrap up everybody. Thank you. Yep. I just want to say, um, of course, thank you guys for having me on. Um, but I want to say hello to group member Richard. He, I told him I would let him know. I would say hi to him. So hello. Hi, Richard. Hi, hi Richard. Richard. Thank you. Well, hey, Barb. My, I got a friend, Barb. She's Billy. a swamp expert down Billy in uh, the Okie yeah. Sharon. I, yeah, thank you. I don't have any friends. Joe's mom. <laughs> hey, Joe. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on, Johnny. You got little Johnny above me. See? Oh, yeah. Little Johnny. No matter there where you go, little Johnny. Johnny goes with you. <laughs> He's with you at all times. We're going to have to tell everybody that story one day. Start selling <laughs> little Johnny stickers. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Little Johnny doll. Millions. Yeah. <laughs> all righty, y'all. See y'all next right. time. Bye bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.